Before we start this show, just a word from our sponsor. 20 by 20 Apparel. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel brings original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the bloopers, bleeps, and body slams along with the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest that pro wrestling has had to offer. Along with their awesome line of pro wrestling apparel, they do offer many services. In the world of wrestling, there are hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads. Don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20 by 20 also hand screen prints all the tees in-house. If you would like to discuss possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, or whatever, drop them a line. Go to 20 by 20 apparel. That's the number 20 X, the number 20 apparel.com. Now let's get to the show. Fresh is the word. I'm Jim Duggan, got long wood for plenty hoes. I keep it fresher than fresh, but you already know. You suckers bum me, I'm money, I got a ton of flows. My weed loud like a motherfucking thunder roll. Your shit quiet like you ballin' on a budget though. We see your kicks and we laugh and yelling what it goes. You see me shining like a suit on puffy. You know my grind and shit is too strong, buddy. That's why the dude call money. I be stuntin' like it's nothing at all. Cause it's nothing to me, it's probably something to y'all. Trying to smoke like me, then come and fuck with your dog. Got a closet full of kicks, you can't cop it tomorrow. And I'm fresher than the freshest, you can tell it's in my asses. Bitch, you see the way I'm rapping? Yes, I do this shit to death. I tell I'm running out of breath. I tell somebody cut a check. But either way, you know it's fresh. But either way, you know it's fresh. Fresh. We fresh. 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 Welcome to the Fresh of the Word podcast. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier. And on Fresh of the Word, we like to deliver wisdom through great stories from the minds of bright creatives of pop culture. Through those stories, we like to dissect the journey of our guests and present actionable lessons and advice for our listeners, no matter what career or avenue of artistry they pursue. And this is episode 117. This episode's guest is the horrorcore rap group Alazualu, hailing from Ohio. Alazualu has a new album out, The Almighty, via Twisted's Magic Ninja Entertainment imprint. During our interview that we recorded backstage at the Crowfoot in Pontiac, Michigan, during Twisted's fifth annual Twistmas party, we talked about the origins and the influences of this dark horrorcore group and all sorts of other nonsense. This is honestly one of the funniest episodes of Fresh of the Word ever. Before we get into this episode, I definitely want to give a shout out to Knox Money, Bang Belushi, and Foulmouth for the theme music for Fresh of the Word. And I definitely want to remind you how you can support the podcast. You can go to freshofthepodcast.com and share any links of any of the episodes on any of your social media platforms. And also, you can subscribe to Fresh of the Word pretty much anywhere where podcasts are being streamed. That includes Apple Podcasts. Anchor, Stitcher Radio, Mixcloud, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, PocketCast, Podbean, and Radio Public. And if you want to give a rate and review on any of those, it would be great, especially on Apple Podcasts. It would help out the podcast a lot. And you can uh, email me at djkfresh at gmail.com if you have any 
questions, concerns, anything you want to send me. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at KFresh is the word and on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFresh. And you can follow Fresh is the word on social media, on Twitter at Fresh is the word. And the is is IZ. Instagram at Fresh is the word podcast. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash Fresh is the podcast. All right, let's get on to this hilarious interview with the boys of Al Azul Elu, AXE. All right, cool. We're at uh, the Crowfoot in Pontiac. Twisted Twistmas. Introduce yourselves. My name is Billy Obey, a.k.a. Billy Buffet, a.k.a. Billy Obese. I am one 937,000th of the Al Azul Elu. He just said a lot of words, so I won't. I am, fuck you, pay me, Joey Black. <laughs> I mean, fuck you, feed me. My name is Lee Carver, carving your twistmas ham of the a la Zoe Lou. I'll, I'll hold on to this. Yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't need to you can You me. can edit this out. <laughs> you don't need to pay. One all right, you guys have um, you guys linked up with uh, Magic Ninja Entertainment. You got a new album. Yes, yes. Yo, talk about how you guys uh, linked up with Magic Ninja. We did a myriad of shows with uh, M&E before uh, we even really talked any kind of business with them. So we developed a, a business relationship, if you will, with them. Yeah, we were trading uh, snack cakes for a long time, so naturally, that's what happened. We linked up. Yeah, now we all eat them together. Ooh, baseball cards. Well, I met him at an in-store, and I asked him to sign my tits. They said yes, then I signed a contract. Here we are. Oh, shit. But, no, it's definitely dope. We put in a lot of work with them. They recognized that we were out on the road a lot. They recognized that we were self-sufficient, and they recognized what the fuck that the church is doing right now, and they were like, yo, they opened up this real creaky door and they beckoned us in. And we walked in. Emini, what up? Did you guys have this uh, new album, Almighty, uh, done before or after uh, you linked up with uh, Magic Ninja? Well, technically, it was pretty much we were about to wrap it up and send it to the masses. And then we got a, a fucking a phone call or an email from heaven from St. George. And I'll let Saint my George. work associate, Billy, here fill you in on the rest. Yeah, we had a vast majority of the shit done beforehand, but uh, they hit us up. So we added some more shit to it, made it a little bit fresher. And yeah, it, it was a dancing telegram from George. A dancing telegram? From George, yeah. What's a dancing telegram? Where they show, they show up at your door dancing and give you a telegram. What? This one mic shit is super weird. It is. This is a very awkward way of doing an interview. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. Like, this is like you an know interview what I'm cipher. <laughs> right. Everybody take your time. The passing the mic thing's really cool because I have meningitis. Oh. Here you go. Back to you. Oh, great. Now I have meningitis. Have you seen those, so. have you seen those meningitis commercials on the uh, on TV where like the kids going? He directed one. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, he directed one of those. The one where the kid has to go to is going to college and he gets meningitis in the first twenty four hours. Going to I know that guy. Oh it's shit! <laughs> it's Joe. What the fuck? Okay, when when you you know when you sent this new album off to M, uh, M, uh, Magic Ninja Entertainment, 
and you put some uh, additional freshness on it, like, what was the mind state of what you wanted to give them? The wicked shit. Wicked shit. It is always the wicked shit. We are the wicked shit. And we will forever be the wicked shit. But yeah. Wicked shit! I'll give you a serious answer to this question. (laughs) (laughs) We realized that we had the opportunity to make the album a lot more plump, if you will. Plump. Thicken that bitch up. And we put we put we put the MNE freshness onto it. It it was already the the objective didn't change once we got hooked up with MNE and hooked up with Twisted and whatnot. The 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 MO didn't change, but we just realized that we had a little bit more resources. You know, and I, I think that I think you can tell what was added. Honestly, if you truly listen to the record, you can see what we added on. And uh, holler at me. Let me know your guesses. Holler. I can tell you one thing: Bill Mosley would have not been on the album. <laughs> exactly. I can tell you that, that much. That is a valid. <laughs> it's always the wicked shit, though. Always, forever. <laughs> When we got signed, nothing changed. You know what I mean? They want to keep us organic, and how, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's that's exactly why we are here. Is because we are who we are, and we do what we want. So yeah, M and E, baby, L L E, A X E. How did this group originally come to be? That's a long fucking name. <laughs> it's a podcast. I, I can tell. I can Give tell you this: the, the the origins of it started on a karaoke machine with a song called "Bottle of Bones." I'll tell I'll tell you that much. Of course, a karaoke machine. Of course, that, that's yeah. how a lot of, of shit course. in the Detroit area when it comes to wicked shit started. A karaoke yep. machine. Karaoke machine and Satan. I started by fucking. I mean, give me a mic. <laughs> I started by freestyling around the Dayton area to karaoke fucking beats and shit. So maybe maybe the genesis of me and the genesis of them separately linking up. We're a fucking karaoke horrorcore group. Yes. That's what we are. We're Satan's favorite horrorcore karaoke. I, th- I think I think that's basically what the House of Crazies were in we- the early 90s. Shh. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you just got shushed. <laughs> and then, after the epic shush, I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Joey's been here since yeah. I've been smoking a lot of dabs. People have been very generous in sprinkling um, weed drugs into our mouths. We love this Detroit. This is a generous per- people, you know, here in the it is in the Michigan. In the Michigan night. He injected twelve marijuanas tonight, so naturally he's a little bit fucked up. Thirteen, okay, okay. I didn't see that one. Yeah. What's the next question? Oh shit. What's the next question? Okay, when I. L- <laughs> I feel attacked. You should. <laughs> He's being accosted. I'm being accosted. <laughs> We're going to take your fucking shoes before you leave. I know. I'm not looking at him, though. And like, I'm like, should I look at him while I talk? Like, this is. Do I, look I feel like I'm being here? accosted by three masked men right now. Is this even recording? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is this some kind of sick fucking game or what? <laughs> yes, this is recording. You had to double check and shit. Oh, fuck. You always have to double He's check high your, too. Uh, your machine to make sure that everything's. Uh, He's boofed 12 marijuanas tonight. Oh, you're a ghost hunter? Yes. Let, ghost let's talk about that. Let's, let's save that for Halloween. Oh, that's so far away. <laughs> exactly. 
Alright, here's a tiny tidbit fact about ghosts. They're not fucking real! Oh. Ghosts are in fact real. I almost tasted the mic there. Ghosts are real! <laughs> the ghosts of Twistmas Pass are here. So, relishing that. All ask right. me another question. All ask right. me a question. Oh. I'm going to ask you a question. What's up? What's your favorite Gremlins movie? Because it's Christmas time, right? Right. So it's either a new batch or the first one. Or the fan fiction one that we all three filmed last week that we're going to release tomorrow. Oh. And we're not telling you what it's called. All right. <laughs> no, for real. I'm fucking with you. Oh, is it, is it being filmed right now? This is what's happening. <laughs> Uh-oh. 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 Um... Now, it's been a long time since I've I seen any of the Gremlins movies, so it's been a long time. Joe, Gremlins 1 or 2. So it's probably... Well, before you interview us, watch Gremlins. Interview's over. He hasn't watched Gremlins in five years. But lucky for him, we have it on VHS, and we also have a VCR in my uh, leg. The in metal leg? leg. In the metal slash wooden rubber leg that's this one that's awesome you ever see those dvds you can buy at pilot truck stops yeah. they only sell those because joe buys them and plays them in his leg yeah man you don't you don't want to fucking play? nationwide in this that's bitch you don't you don't want to play any of those uh those expensive collectors movies in that leg Oh, never. Don't open your box sets, kids. Oh, Don't shit. Don't open your box sets. <laughs> Don't open your Twistmas gifts. Leave them sealed. Uh-oh. They'll be collector's editions. <laughs> and by sealed, he meant kiss from a rose on a grave. <laughs> you just got sealed. Cut them open. How's that for karaoke? Hell yeah. You just scored the interview of a lifetime. We're the karaoke kings. This is money. Package it up, shrink wrap it. It's good to go. This is gold, man. This it's good is gold. to go. It's at least silver. <laughs> it's at least aluminum. Aluminum, yeah. This bronze, bronze, baby. Bronze. Right, right. <laughs> All right, all right. Um, in all seriousness. <laughs> Good one. Woo. You got a lot of editing on your hands. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all staying in. <laughs> it's cool. all staying in. Keep okay. it. Who are you, who are you guys' influences musically? Because when I listen to it, I feel like this is like there's like this Jedi mind tricks, like Cypress Hill kind of sound. But, like, you guys are, like, talking about some horror shit. Let me, I'll throw a few out real quick. A couple big influences for me. Corn, Slipknot, ICP. Yeah. Twisted. 
the for me that's like the core flatliners grave diggers wu-tang yeah 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 all that shit i fuck with some vinnie paz i wouldn't say he was necessarily an inspiration coming up but okay. we appreciate lyrical shit you know We're what i mean you can tell so i like it <laughs> the thing is i i came up listening to icp and twisted but I've always had a mad, infinite respect and profound love for like just golden era hip hop. Right, right. Boom back production, true lyricism, actually giving a fuck about your craft. And that's how that's what I what, that's what I hear in all of your projects. Well, that's why people have forgotten this. People have forgotten that horrorcore and rapper are the words that you have to have in front of each other for people to pay attention to you. You can't be just horrorcore or a rapper in the underground. You have to be a horrorcore rapper and you have to put those two things together. So you have to give a fuck about being an MC before we can give a fuck about chopping somebody's head off. That's where we come from. Oh, definitely. And, and I definitely see that lyricism. Jim job. <laughs> hey. What's up, man? How you doing? Yeah. He can edit it. That's fine. But what yeah, up? man, fucking uh, Jay Dilla. ICP. Hell yeah. Uh, dude, actually, a lot of Detroit hip-hop shaped my fucking core. Uh, shout out to fucking Slum Village. Shout out to fucking Black Milk. Yeah, shout out to yeah, fucking, all yeah, guys, all, all that like, shit. I've, I love it. I'm heavy, I've, been, I've been heavy in that scene for, like, since 99, you know? Word. So I know all those guys. You know, yeah, I've absolutely. Been a big That's supporter around. of all Detroit hip-hop. Yeah. So, yeah. All of it from, from the horrorcore side to the hip-hop side, man. Detroit really did inspire me. I'm not even from the area. I'm from Dayton, Ohio, but... I mean, it, it's just a shot up 75, and that shit really did, like, inspire the fuck out of not only me, but everybody I came up with as well, so. For me, first and foremost, ICP and Twisted, like, bas like basically is, has influenced every facet of my fucking life, not just uh, my musical stylings. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. And Cage and Flatliners. But I uh, listen to a lot of Tom Waits. I want to sound like Tom Waits, goddammit. I smoke like seven packs a day and I'm not there yet, but one day, one day I, w I will be. Maybe when you get older. I'm older already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real. In this body, in this current, in this current body, I am 73 years old. But yeah, yeah, the night is still young. Yes, one of my legs still work. One of my eyes still work, and that's about where I'm at right now. For real, I'm out. <laughs> Seacrest out. Seacrest out. <laughs> when, what was the mindset of the group when you first, uh, you know, put out that first project a few years ago? You know, what were you trying to really accomplish with that? Start a new chapter. I mean, shit. Make wicked shit. I keep going back to that, but I just want to make shit that the the kid in his room that's feeling depressed and shit can relate to. Gives them something to look forward to, even even though it's of a, a negative realm, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's still something positive for them. It's a beacon of light. It's it's some kind of hope that if we can do it, like we're we're old school juggalos. I, I come from a shitty fucking neighborhood, blah blah blah, whatever. Product of a broken home, if you will. But I always related to the music, and that always gave me like an escape. So that that's that was what we set out to do. That's what I set out to do. You know, give, give kids that feeling that I got coming up listening to it. I think that's one of the most important things Zooligans need to realize, like, as we move forward in our careers, is, like, this is a world that we're building together. So, and, it, and it's exactly like, it's just us being, 
in our thirties, but in our hearts and our heads, man, we're still like a bunch of fucking pimply faced fifteen year olds like pinning horrorcore raps right. in our house, you know what I mean? Just in our basement and shit. Right, right. Exactly, man. So fucking egg seeing this bitch. For the record, Joe's seventy three. I'm forty three. Lee Carver is hundred and eighty four. <laughs> in, in battle frog years, dude. Are you still a, really? Are you still a battle frog, or you're, are you a battle toad? Okay. He graduated. He graduated. He's a soldier now. He's a toad. Oh, all right. But w- wicked shit, though. Wicked shit. We set we set out to make wicked shit and start a fucking new new chapter in the legacy, and we've done it. We are here now. We're current. We are currently living it. Y'all like a rash. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. A rash with no y'all cream. Let us, y'all let We're them not in. going away. We're not going wrong. Oh shit. Weak ass mortals, you fucked up. Okay. When um, you guys start talking about you know being young and going you know the music that you liked. You know what was some of those early memories of going to shows? You know what shows were you going to, and how has that affected what you're doing now? ICP twisted shows, man. Psychopathic. That that pretty much molded what we do now. I mean, it's kind of the uh, the the standard, if you will, and we're trying to improve upon that and bring it into the the new age. You know what I'm saying? Make it something different, something fresh. I went to the first gathering with nothing but a bag of chili cheese Fritos and enough to buy two twisted shirts. And the freak show set that they performed at Gathering One, honestly, is what like completely warped my mind to where I was like, this is what I will do for the rest of my life. Like, this is what I want to be surrounded by. This is what I want to be a part of. Like, that, that shit molded my brain, fucked it up. So that was the moment right there. Right. Next question. They covered that shit. We're good. Like, <laughs> that, that was like, that was pretty much my answer twice. So let's, oh. just, let's just go. Let's just do it. I'm getting sentimental thinking about the old days. Oh, I remember 2000, 2001, I went to uh, Hatchet Rising, and it was Lotus, ICP, Twisted, Blaze, ABK, all one night. And Lotus blew my fucking mind back. That was, that was like the first time I ever went to like an actual fucking concert. And they had the masks on and shit, and they're just... They're in sync, the, the lighting, everything. I just fell in love with that. And I forgot to mention earlier, a big, big fucking influence on in what we do, obviously, is Dark Lotus. I mean, we said ICP twisted, whatever. But, that. yeah, that Lotus, Lotus, Tales from the Lotus Pot is, like, near and dear to my heart, bro. H-O-K, you know. How, you know, how was it, how is it like, you know, coming from Dayton? What, what goes on down in Dayton, Ohio? You already fucking know, Dayton. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is cool is because I can answer this question for both of us, but, like, not they're not oh. from, no, I'm only from Dayton. You're from Dayton. I'm from Dayton. They are from Portsmouth, but Portsmouth? it's weird. There's some weird fucking symmetries about the cities that kind of correlate together. They're both, like, they used to be popping and fucking industry fucked them over, and now yeah. they have nothing and they're consumed by fucking opiates and poverty. So oh. <laughs> that's where that's where we're from. Yeah, only time I've been down. But to I got mad love for my city, man. I love Dayton, man. Nine three seven, motherfucker. Yeah. Dayton's got a lot of fresh shit going on. A lot of fresh people have came from Dayton, man. Yeah, only time I've been down to Dayton is to go to uh, Rockstar Pro Wrestling. Hey, man, that's dope. That we yeah. See that th- that's thing, though, man. That's where I. Little tidbit. 
A little oh, yeah. tidbit <laughs> fact here. You saw me at a show there. We're from Portsmouth, and we actually sold the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions. They used to be the fucking Portsmouth Spartans with Jim Thorpe. All right, that's a history lesson from Joe Black. Suck oh. my dick. There won't be a quiz. They said that I'm from Portsmouth, but I'm actually from hell. Oh. Winter Park. Hell. Yeah, Dayton and Portsmouth are both shitholes, though. That's where we're from. So naturally, we're products of shitholes. What up? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You guys' luck. I'm looking at you guys right now, and you got these up. You got these We're scary. You got these ugly masks on. You're scary. I don't know what's we got, going We got on. the human masks on right now. And, yo, kayfabe, man. Kayfabe. Kayfabe, bro. <laughs> kayfabe. <laughs> no, I'm actually going to spit in his eyes, and he's going to go blind before he leaves. So that's what you get. Okay. That's the, what you get. But the Last thing you see, my ugly human face. Um, but where did the look come from? You know, what's the influences on the look? The image. Yeah, how does it make you feel? What do, what do you think? Obviously, I already know he's gonna say Leatherface. Okay, what else? Well, you know, there's a there's a I guess there's a snip a snip a snip not a snip not a slip not influence there. Well, obviously, yeah. obviously, yeah. And you mean, said earlier that they're influenced. How could you wear masks and not talk about Slipknot? Right, but I think I think really? that's like I think that's the. The, the biggest influence I see in it is the, the Corey Taylor. But here's what you don't know. The biggest influence behind him is a basket of grapes. Think about it. Wait, what? Think about it. Now, you just go home with that, and you think about that one. About so if there's, like, a, a basket of grapes. Purple ones. Purple ones. Or did he say a bag of grapes? Or a bag. And that's what the... Or did I say a bag of bones? And that's what the mask looks like? A, pr- a bottle of bones. A bag that's of purple grapes? That's the inspiration. That's the inspiration. Oh, so you're it's okay. not what it looks like. That's the inspiration. Oh, that's deep. <laughs> I think. <laughs> think about it. No, Leatherface for sure. Uh, we're we're just all a fan of covering our ugly human faces. So yeah, it's cool. We got to look pretty. Yeah, it's cool. Any? Thank you. You're cool. Yeah, thank you. Pretty cool. Yeah, pretty fucking cool. Any any merchandising in the works? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes. <laughs> yes there is. Go look at the merch booth. I mean, masks. We have like, oh, masks? Okay. I mean, masks and like action figures. Action figures. Well, <laughs> you know, if you're paying attention to our social medias, which uh, we have, we have Instagram.com slash Zulu, And then we're all on there. I think it's Lee Carver Zul, Billy Obey, and Joe 13 Lack, which translates to Joe Black. We're all on there, but if you're paying attention to our social medias on tour, we had the homie Tom Martino of DWM Productions, the guy who does our shit, does our mass, come through the hotel and he did life casts of our faces. So Ooh. If that gives you any indication, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. So little, yes, many plans, many plans, many the, plans. The face, the face shall continue to evolve and get more disfigured and more, more fun. All right, good tidbit there. I want a mask. Okay. I want your soul. K-Fresh, do you have a soul? I do have a soul. All right, cool. You know I got soul. <laughs> Let's give him a mask. I think, you know, for his soul, for your soul, though. 
don't. Uh, I don't know. Man. <laughs> you, you sure? <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Really, what the fuck are you doing with your soul right now? What happens when you put the mask on? I lactate. <laughs> everybody, everybody in Golden Crow gets really upset. <laughs> wait, 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 what happens? A lot of farting going on. <laughs> A few old people have stroked out. You know, no big deal. <laughs> Oh! Whoa! Holy shit! Damn! Whoa! Yo, K Fresh just got a little too fucking fresh. Oh, you're not getting all uh, Louis C.K. on us, are you? We synchronize. Oh. No Louis. Oh, okay. The mask comes on, though. It's a motherfucking transformation. You feel me? The beast is unleashed from within. When when you guys are on stage, you know, what do you want to happen? You know, what do you want the crowd to get out of Die. it? Mass suicide, motherfucker! Ooh. Not really. Not really. Not really, JK. Actually, it's true. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I love you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Zooligans, baby. We're going to hell. All right. In in the few years that uh, AXE has been a group, you know, putting out records, you know, what's a group of handsome, fucking talented fat boys? Dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Handsome. Dude, there's so much. Run that question back and say it like that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Now that there's, you know, it's been a few years since this handsome group of fat boys has been. (laughs) Yeah. Putting out Damn. records, you know, what's you know what's been the response from your uh, your hooligan fans? Well, first off, <laughs> they're called Zooligans. Oh, okay. Zooligan, sorry. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Yo, uh, the response has been fucking awesome, though, man. Like, the the Zooligan horde, we like to call them, has been increasing every day. It hasn't slowed down. I mean, since I think our record, Head of Horns, came out 2015, what is 2018 now? So that's three years, and we're already doing what we're doing. So fucking horns to the sky for that shit, Zooligans. We love you. And it's all because of you. Why we're here right now, everything, everything that's popping right now is because of you motherfuckers. The hooligans, hooligans. The hooligan, hooligans. We're very sober right now, sorry. So sober right there. Shout out to every hooligan worldwide, in hell, in heaven, at the back of your Bob Evan. You know what I mean? 58 countries, man. Spot that fly, you know what I mean? Word up, man. <laughs> worldwide. Yeah. Worldwide Zooligans. Evil is worldwide. Yeah. Okay. In those years that all these 
Zooligans worldwide have been listening to your music, supporting. What's some of the like the cool things that they've said to you guys or messaged you about? You know, what do, what do they like to talk to you about? I wake up every single day and check my timeline, and it's all nothing but Zooligans showing their adoration for the evil, because they know that we're side by side in this motherfucker carving the landscape of this shit, if you will, the new underground, if you will. Will you? I don't know if you will or won't. But I'm, I'm shown every fucking day, man. Every day Zooligans fucking represent us and post up, talk amongst themselves about AXC shit, shout us out, all that shit, man. It's a fucking, it's a, it's a lifestyle. It's a culture at this point, man. It's not just like, it's not just a fucking t-shirt. Yo, Zooligans, like we feel a very, a very deep connection with those motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, because at the end of the day, Zooligans are us. Like we are them, they are us. We are one. I've I've had I've had Zooligans hit me up like talking about I'm, I want to commit suicide, blah blah blah. I listen to your track Fallen, whatever the fuck it may be, and that shit helped me through that. And to me, that that goes back to the reason why I fucking do this. It's to touch that motherfucker that's truly tortured in their fucking head, like they're just not comfortable in their own skin. But that music allows them to step outside of that skin for a second. You know what I mean, like. Zooligans, Zooligans are fucking great, man. I love them. Can't recommend them enough. Yeah, they're, they come highly recommended from these portly, handsome motherfuckers. Highly recommended. Handsome group of fat boys is KKK, 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 Freshwood Pudding. How do you guys, how do you guys feel like your music, you know, touches on these um, things where, you know, people can relate to them when they're having like struggles or, you know, stressful times or mental health issues. You know, why does it, you know, why is it something that like sort of, you know, attaches to these, uh, to these, uh, your listeners? Because I've lived that. We've lived that. You know what I'm saying? We've been there. So when you make music that stems from that emotion, that feeling, that, that magic, if you will, it picks up. Motherfuckers can relate to it. You know what I mean? They're they're living, we're we're living the same lives, just different different lanes. You know what I mean? Yeah, every every fucking human on this earth can relate to suffering, can relate to pain, can relate to being inside of their own head. That that dark side, that voice in your fucking mind that just, you know what I mean? Has doubts, whatever the fuck. And we we show people that you can have those doubts, you can still be successful and do what the fuck you want to do. This is what we wanted to do, and we're here. Word 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 word. Amen to that. Amen. If there's something, a lesson that you guys have learned uh, throughout your life and where you're at right now that anybody listening to this interview could take and apply it to their own lives, what would that be? From nothing becomes dreams, run chase. Take that how you will. Always have a plastic bag full of things to clean the toilet seat because you might have to take a shit in a weird bathroom. <laughs> we acquired that knowledge from uh, going on tour. Uh, I would have to say, like, take me, for example. I have one fucking eyeball, one leg, and a speech impediment. But here I am, a successful horrorcore rapper. Ribbit? Yeah. <laughs> so, if there's something you want to do, fucking do it. Don't make excuses. Do it. It's going to suck. Trust me. But you got to fucking do it. You got to do it. Just do it. Yeah, if Joe Black can rap with a Terminator leg, you can do anything you want, Zooligan. 
What does the future have in store for you guys? Zebra cakes. Hopefully the returning of the old gods and the destruction of fucking stupid mankind. Ooh. Feeble mortals bow before the almighty. 2019 heralds many projects coming out of our camp, our church, our ministry, our little gathering of fucking horrific delights, if you will. Honestly, I can't. I've never been more excited about a year in my entire fucking life, man. That's no bullshit. Hell yeah. Because if you thought that the AXE got started in 2018, in 2019, this is where our fucking conquest begins. That 2018 was the like the little prologue, if you will. You're like, mm, this book might be interesting. <laughs> Chapter one, 2019. That's when we fucking really set out to conquest, conquer this motherfucker. Arise. Hell yeah. Woo. Shout out to Zooligan's world fucking wide. Hell yeah. All right. To close this out, where can people go online to follow you guys and check out all your music? Meatspin.com. Oh, don't go. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but don't go there. <laughs> No, you can hit up longliveevil.com. You can hit up mnestore.com to cop all those fresh duds. You know what I'm saying? Look spiffy and spaffy. Uh, yeah, I think that's that covers it, right? We're on Spotify, iTunes, all that bullshit, digital retailers, whatnot, if you will. Social media, Instagram, we're on that shit. Yeah, we dropped a new video today. Fucking Forever Face dropped at 3 p.m. Doing Wait, pretty good. The, you know the new video before we get out of here. Yeah, new video direct directed by Low Key. Shout out to Low Key. Yeah, we're only just beginning, dude. Ten minutes is nothing. You said you wanted a mask, right? Well, first you have to you have to prove it. You have to meet the masking couch. <laughs> Whoa, the masking couch. The masking futon. <laughs> is that like the cast the yeah, casting couch? How'd you know? <laughs> we casted Carver in. Uh oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Facebook, Alazulilu, Instagram, Alazulilu, Twitter, Alazulilu. Even though we don't fuck with that at all, still go follow that shit. Fuck it, Spotify, Alazulilu, everything Alazulilu except for the dot com. That's longliveevil.com. We love you, Zuligans. Boom. How's that for a closer? All right, thank you guys. Uh, Forever Face video live on YouTube. Hit up tw uh, Twisted YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Watch that joint. K-Fresh, thank you. Peace. Peace. Hold on, hold on. Wait, what? I want to go on record and say this is one of the best interviews ever. K-Fresh is the man. Oh, thank you. This is Lee Carver from the Crowfoot in Pontiac, Michigan, signing off. The Allah Zuli Lou. Ha <laughs> ha. Thank you. So that was my interview with the horrorcore trio, Alazul Elu, A-X-E. I told you that shit was so funny, man. I had such a blast with those guys, and they killed it on stage that night at the Crowfoot at Twistmas. If you go to the show notes for this episode at freshesthepodcast.com, there will be links to where you can stream and purchase their newest album, The Almighty, along with other other uh, EPs and LPs before their whole back catalog. All of it's good. Definitely support these brothers. Really dope. And there'll be uh, um, links in the show notes where you can follow them on all the social media. And like they mentioned, they also have a new uh, video for the song Forever Face. 
It's really dope. So check it out. So that's another episode in the books. This is going to be the last episode for 2018. I'm going to take the, the holidays off. Got some things cooking in the kitchen here for 2019. Uh, there are going to be some possible giveaways. We're going to give away something soon. And uh, got some really cool guests in the works. So thank you for uh, all the support in 2018. It's been a great year. Goodbye and good night. Fresh, 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 fresh is the word.